Real Golf Radio. It's a reround now on the team. Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Protecting the rights of you and your loved ones. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio. Hey there, and welcome in to hour number three of Real Golf Radio. It's the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio. Mountainland Supply is your turf specialist with Rainbird sprinklers, controllers, drip irrigation, and everything you need to irrigate your lawn like the pros. Go to mountainlandsupply.com, and we thank you for joining us here in the third hour on 1280 The Zone, Real Golf Radio, 21st year, and here we are into 2020. Uh, the roaring 20s that we talked about in hour number one, if you missed it, well, this is why it is because golf closed out the decade with a year to remember in 2019 and this century's roaring 20s looks to be off and running in the world of golf tiger won his fifth green jacket and 15th major championship he tied sam sneed with his 82nd pga tour win at the zozo championship and then he captained a successful president's cup team to a win while going three and oh in his own personal dominance yes tiger is back and health willing 2020 should be a another record-setting year for the 44-year-old. Brooks Kepka looks to continue major dominance. Rory is playing some of his best golf ever and seems poised to break a five-year major drought. Justin Thomas, John Rahm, both in fuego. New guys, young guys, old guys. Phil Mickelson turns 50. It's a Ryder Cup year. It's an Olympic year. We got a new world handicap system, and as our good buddy Craig Bowlerjack would say, buckle up. Golf 2020 is going to roar. And we'll be with you every step of the way right here as Real Golf Radio enters 2020 in our 20s as well, having just completed 20 years of talking golf with you right here on 1280 The Zone. So thank you for joining us, and thanks for giving us a follow on Twitter, at Real Golf or other social sites. Real Golf Radio is where you can find us. It's show number one of 2020. I'm Brian Taylor alongside that famous golfer, Bob Casper, here in the state of Utah, son of Billy Casper, and we appreciate you being with us. Uh, we're off and running in a year number 21 here, Bob. This is going to be fun. It will be fun. The worlds are going to collide this year, and what better time to do it uh, at the start of a new decade with uh, major championships, some some great venues this year, um, beginning at Augusta, of course, uh, the Olympics in Japan, and then uh, another favorite besides Augusta, kind of bookending the year with uh, the the Ryder Cup Championship uh, being played here in the United States at Whistling Straits. Yeah, the, I I think you and I are on the same page. It's really not even a debate. The Masters and the Ryder Cup are our two favorite sporting events, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to golf. The Masters, a tradition unlike any other. It's a step back in time. It's a witnessing of the convergence of the past, the present, and the future with amateurs playing alongside today's best pros on a venue just dripping in history and past champions milling around. It is truly an experience unlike any other to go to the Masters. All of the hype, and it still lives up to it. Uh, that That's the thing that I love about Augusta. And, of course, a limited field means you're always going to have top players that you know and recognize at the top of the leaderboard. And the Sunday charge on the back nine with Eagles uh, and birdies available uh, through Amen Corner into 13 and 15, and then the drama down the stretch into 18. It's, it is just, it, it's tough to beat. And then Ryder Cup, Bob, you bring out uh, an intensity. I, I made the comment with Jeff Babineau that Ryder Cup is the Super Bowl, President's Cup is the Pro Bowl. I, 
I don't know if that's completely fair. I thoroughly enjoyed the President's Cup. I think it helped that it was so far removed from the rest of the season and in the middle of winter and looking down under. And it was, it, 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 the golf course was phenomenal there. And I, I, I Royal Melbourne, and I just, I, I loved everything about it, but it doesn't have the same intensity. Sure, it has the players we know and love watching. It, they're recognizable faces. They're all terrific players. But it's kind of that Pro Bowl, this is fun. The Ryder yeah. Cup is serious, man. Somebody is going to have to answer some serious questions. There's going to be some pain. There's going to be some agony. And there's going and the, and the victory makes it that much sweeter. And that's what Brett, the Ryder Cup brings. And, man, I just, I for one, am, can't wait for September 25th to 27th. Well, and, and that's the interesting thing is that um, the guys are going to have to step up and perform. Um, we've seen guys that have, have not performed uh, in in a Ryder Cup situation, um, you know what seventeen to ten last time was the score. That's non-performance, and we need to we need to see these guys play better. We need them to clutch up um, and not just play one session really good like they did in Paris when they when they led the first session. Um, but uh, you know they they've got to finish it out and they've got to do well in singles and it should be a great competition. The US team has the players. There's no reason yep. at home with the favorable conditions that the US should not win the Ryder Cup. That is not a slide on Europe. Europe is extremely strong and they're going to be really tough. I'm not saying this is one of those boy team USA is going to run away with it because I don't think that's going to be the case. It never is the case. Uh, but I do expect that team USA should get it done and look to flip the tide or at least keep it going back and forth where the home team is winning. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's some definitely some questions. Uh, I expect health health willing, as, as I mentioned in the open, that Tiger will be on that team and he continues to play well and will play well for one of his good buddies, Captain Stricker, who was alongside him as a captain, assistant captain at the at the President's Cup. Will Jordan yep. Spieth return to play? Will Phil qualify to play? How about Patrick Reed? Where does he fit into this thing? And then do we continue to see brilliant play by Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, you know, Ricky Fowler, uh, you know, and, and Justin Rory Thomas? McElroy. yeah. No, I don't want to see it from Rory. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, I mean, we're going to see it from Rory, but not in the Ryder Cup. I mean, yeah, we will see it in the Ryder Cup. That's what we can count on. But, yeah, now you look at that Team Europe, it's Rory and Rom and Fleetwood and Rose and Fitzpatrick and Poulter. And I think Victor Hovland's going to be an up-and-comer for Team Europe. You're going to see him probably make that team and be very, very tough as a rookie, maybe pair with one of these old vets and suddenly become that unbeatable duo that we've seen year after year in Ryder Cup play. So uh, Captain Stricker's got his uh, work cut out for him, but I think Strick is probably one of those sneaky good guys, one of those sneaky captains that is probably going to be a quiet assassin. And, you know, he's not a lot of rah-rah guy, but I think he's a guy that's going to put some things together. You're going to see some things happen that that is going to be impressive. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Stricker get a, a, a few opportunities uh, to captain some teams, not only just Ryder, but Presence Cup. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, I th I, th I think the guys are excited to play for him. Um, he's been around for the last couple of competitions, whether playing or being an assistant captain. Um, he 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 did a great apprenticeship uh, under uh, vice captainship under Tiger Woods at the Presidents Cup um, when Tiger was out playing in three of those sessions. Um, he was there, kind of leading the ship, so to speak. With uh, with input from Freddie Couples 
and others. So I, I, I think it, it was a good learning process for him, and I think it's going to be uh, a great Ryder Cup in September for us on the U.S. team. And we'll be especially looking uh, from a home front at Tony Finau making that team. Bobby currently yes. sits number eight in the Ryder Cup points standing. So look, hey, he's on the team right now, better than starting outside the top eight, but he's going to have to have a, a great year this year as a lot of players will be working to make that those points. Currently number 16 in the world, number eight on the Ryder Cup points list. And Tony's schedule, uh, at least f- what he's announced so far, is he's going to play in Hong Kong over in China, which will be ne- which will be next week. Um, and then he'll come back and play in the Fed or the American Express in Palm Springs and follow that up with the Farmers Insurance down there in San Diego at Torrey Pines. And again, this is a big year for Tony. He should be coming off with a massive amount of confidence, played well in the President's Cup, making those cup teams and being around the best players in the world and the best players of our generation, you know, as captains and such, and, and feeling the the confidence off of that. I I just, you know, Tony's got one win, Bob. Yeah, yeah, He's but he stepped it up, and I think what he's learning um, by being under those pressure situations are, are really going to bode well for him this year. That's what that's what I'm saying, and I would expect that. But those expectations have to be high, and 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 they should be high. And I, I don't think they're any higher for they're not high higher for anybody other than Tony. Tony expects that of himself as well and his team. And 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 I, and I but this is a this is the year. Tony needs to step up, take it. He's he's got great experience in major championships under his belt. He's got great experience with those team competitions. So uh, you know the one win needs to be two or three or four, you know, when 20, when 2020 wraps up and, and Tony is, has the talent and the capability to get that done. And I'm excited to see what he's able to do this year. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, this segment brought to you in part by Zion's bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Appreciate our sponsors for being with us here in 20 year, 21 of hosting real golf radio. Of course, it's 2020 on the calendar. It's 21 years of talking golf with you here on real golf radio. Twitter handle is at real golf. And you can find us on other social sites at Real Golf Radio is where you can find us there. Thanks to our partners here at 1280 The Zone as well. Certainly appreciative of being a part of of the program and and being with you every Saturday morning, 6 to 9. All right, it's time uh, to jump out to, if you missed it, in the 6 o'clock hour. We caught up with Jeff Babineau. Uh, He writes for The Morning Read. He's been around for a long time. You've heard him on the show a ton. He's got great takes. And we basically began by talking about the world of golf entering the year 2020. Jeff, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Congrats to you guys on your 21st year. It's a pretty nice run. Yeah, thank you very much, and happy new year. It's it's uh, it's amazing. We talked about coming into the Open, the roaring 20s. Uh, I mean, obviously, I wasn't around 100 years ago when that actually uh, took on its name, but you know, you go back and read through uh, the the history of the roaring 20s and kind of shook things up a little bit, and that's kind of where we're. I think we're headed here for this 100 years later, a century later. We've got you know Tigers, you know, back on the hunt for 15, you know, chasing 18 majors. He's looking for 83 PGA Tour wins. There's it's a Ryder Cup year olympics boy there's a lot of good stuff going on this year in 2020 yeah it's packed and now with the condensed schedule you get it all quicker too right so there's a lot to pack in and in the next what eight months um it's amazing yeah you you know you you mentioned the olympics you kind of have those on the back burner a little bit but i see players already talking about that how important that's going to be uh you know tigers in that mix to make that the u.s olympic team and that was the the thought you know, years ago when they were getting back in the Olympics, I think they were imagining Tiger in there, and then we figured he never would get there. So it's uh, it's some really cool stuff on tap. You know, and with his age, just turning 44 um, this last week, 
you know, it's this is this is kind of his swan song. This is the opportunity for him to make it or or the best or the only opportunity he's going to have to make it. It probably is. And, uh, and and you know what? When you're Tiger Woods, how many things can you do that are new? Like the whole experience of being captain on the President's Cup team. You might not think that's a big deal, but to him it was a big deal because it was new, right? It's different. And being a playing captain, he wanted he took a big charge out of taking that role on and doing it successfully. So uh, you can bet. I mean, that world stage. I mean, there's no more world player than Tiger Woods. So when that uh, event goes off in Tokyo, you can bet Tiger wants to be there, and that that's good for us because we're probably going to see him more in 2020 than we did last year. Yeah, I think that begs the question, Jeff, is uh, the expectations for Tiger, are they realistic? Are they fair? I mean, this is going to be off the charts. It's it's Tiger mania all over again. I mean, I, I tease about going back a century to the roaring 20s, but you go back a decade or two ago, really, to the 2000s, turn of the century 20 years ago, and it was, it was Tiger Woods and everyone else. It, it's not quite that, because a lot of these players grew up watching Tiger and are emulating some of the things he's done, and they're exciting players, and there's a, a huge huge parody, a depth of field, if you will. But still, the, the, the Tiger, the excitement around Tiger Woods coming into 2020 is, is as high as I can remember. Yeah, I mean, there, there are high expectations, and he's lived in that fishbowl forever, right? I mean, that, when have they ever been realistic, really? I mean, it's golf, and you lose a lot more than you ever win. But here's a guy who ran off, you know, what, seven of 11 majors, I think, at, at one point in his career, and and, and now we're talking about him chasing Jack again. We didn't think that would ever be a conversation, but he has 15, he has three to catch Jack. And, you know, how do you put that past him? I mean, it's certainly a possibility. It's, it's very difficult, but it's certainly a possibility. So, yeah, I mean, it's all a matter of him kind of getting himself in that Sunday mix at a major. And when he does that, I, who's more comfortable in the heat than he is? So he's got such an advantage on Sunday afternoon at a major, it's just a matter of him playing frequently enough and being healthy enough and having his game in a place where he gets himself in that position on uh, late Sunday afternoon. So, uh, of course, we know the major schedule for this year, Augusta National in April, um, May, we're looking at Harding Park for the PGA Championship. Uh, June is the U.S. Open at Wingfoot and then Royal St. George's in, in July. Um and then, you know, and then we bounce right into the Olympics and, the, and then into the, the Ryder Cup, as we've been talking about. Um, um, oh, or, the playoffs the in there. What's that? The playoffs jump in there. Before oh, yeah, they, the playoffs yeah, jump yeah. in there. And then the Ryder Cup a month after the playoffs. It's, it's going to be a – it's going to, like you said, a, a compacted season. But, um, you know, Harding Park, I think, is a great, a great venue for Tiger. I think uh, Wingfoot is probably a great venue for Tiger. And, and of course, Augusta National. Well, you know, always Augusta National with his experience around that place. It's funny, a lot of people thought that would be his his least likely place to win a major last year. I mean, I still think it's his best. Uh, his experience is such a huge deal there. Where to miss it, uh, different shots you play. So, you know, the, the, the library he has in his head at that one venue is just incredible. Um, and you think of Tiger in 06 and, and at Wingfoot when he missed the cut, he had just lost his dad. That was the uh, U.S. Open. Yeah. Uh, he had just lost his dad, and uh, he, we weren't used to seeing him miss any kind of cuts. So that was a huge deal. And, and those are the type of things that kind of sit back in the recess of his mind. And, and you know, it's a, probably a place he wants to 
take a little toll of revenge on, right? I mean, so getting back to Wingfoot and, and Royal St. George's is a place that I think is going to lend itself to experience. Uh, you know, that's kind of the, the major, I think everybody can jump in and get in the mix. You know, we saw Darren Clark win one when we thought he was past his best days. Uh, ben Curtis won there in 03. So it's uh, it's an interesting mix of majors this year for sure. And But, I mean, I think Tiger's probably his best shot is right out of the gate. And if he were to get another uh, Masters, it ramps up the conversation and it just gives him all kinds of momentum. Yeah, there'll be six green jackets uh, along with a guy named Nicholas uh, who did the same there at Augusta National. Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Looking forward to this year in golf of 2020. So we could talk all day on Tiger Woods, and we'll spend plenty of time, no doubt about it. In fact, it's kind of funny. In, in the 20 years we've done, done the show, there's been years where – We've been criticized for talking about too too much about Tiger, and there's been years uh, recently where we've been, uh, I guess, chastised for not talking enough about Tiger. It's one of those sort of polarizing subjects for sure. But let, let's shift our, our focus a little bit because, as I mentioned, there are a lot of other players to watch and, and some that are really, really exciting. I think the two hottest players right now on the planet have to be Justin Thomas and John Rahm. I mean, these guys are coming off, uh, you know, some, some terrific performances of the last season. Uh, both these guys are going to be in the Ryder cup later this year. What's your thought on those two players? And, and would you agree with that assessment that they're the two hottest or would you argue Rory McIlroy should be in that conversation? Well, I'm, yeah, I'd, I'd argue that Rory would be in there. I mean, he didn't get a major last year, but he, he kind of got past the hurdle for him in being really consistent. Uh, he was there all the time. He didn't play his best at the at the biggest event, so that's his next step. But he wanted to see more consistency in his game, and and he saw that. You know, he, he racked up the top tens. He had three great wins, uh, Player of the Year honors. Even though I I thought uh, Kepko was really the Player of the Year, but I agree with you. I think uh, big things ahead for Justin Thomas and John Rahm. Uh, I think Rahm's going to be a good guy at Augusta, uh, and I think Justin Thomas is ready to win another major real soon. People forget he kind of got hurt last year, uh, middle portion of the year, Justin Thomas, and came back so strong. Uh, I, I like him a lot, and he got out of the gates nice at Kapalua. I, I mean, I think he's going to have a big year. There's no doubt. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, Bob. no doubt, no doubt about it. And I was going to say, um, you know, you 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 spoke a little bit about Rory McIlroy there. Um, you know, Rory has been a guy that has had uh, kind of the ups and downs. He's been kind of on the roller coaster. And, uh, and last year was a year that, that he really, he really played some great golf. My opinion, he needs to, he needs to duplicate that over multiple years. And, and, and I, I expect Rory to play well again this year. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard to, I mean, outside of not winning a major, everything else he did last year was really incredible. Uh, so consistent. Uh, he was just there all the time. You know, he puts a, I think, with him now with the majors having not won one since the 14 PGA, I think it's a mental deal to get through, you know, obviously he's, he's trying to climb and and finish that career slam at Augusta. He's got that in his head. Uh, that's something to overcome, you know, and just go out there and play golf and, uh, and getting that, you know, he's got to tick off that fifth major and kind of get rolling again. Cause that's an awful long time uh, and a big void for him to be without a major when he, when he's a world talent, you know, arguably, you know, you take these guys, you take a Dustin Johnson, even Tiger or Kepka and Rory. And when everything is on with these guys, who's the best guy. And, and I think you can make an argument that it might be Rory. So he, he's really got to get past that major hurdle and, 
and get on a roll here. Phil Mickelson turns 50 this year. Are we going to see a win out of Phil on the regular tour and the tour of champions this year? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if Phil's really unveiled his plans for the senior tour. Uh, it's interesting. I, I ran into Jim Furyk at the father-son. He turns 50 this year, and, and you would think the champions tour, PGA Tour champions is just custom-made for Jim Furyk. You know, the way he wedges it, he's a good putter. Uh, but he still want, these guys want to compete with the younger guys as long as they can. So uh, I think Phil's, you know, Phil's not real. I can't see him being real eager to get out there and, and compete against those older guys when in his mind he thinks he still should be competing with the with the younger ones. So I think he's going to give that a go as long as he can. You know, he had the nice start last year and then really fizzled after that. So I, I think, you know, he looks at, at 50s in great physical shape, but, I think he looks at this season uh, as one that he's got a lot to prove. Younger players, yep. bigger purses. <laughs> that's that's what's the attraction yeah. of the right PGA <laughs> yeah. Tour right there, huh? <laughs> no doubt about they it. Have that thing, they have that thing called a cut, though, unfortunately. Right, but yeah. Yeah. right, right, yeah. right. There's that. No no, no cuts on the PGA Tour champions. Um, Brooks Kepka is kind of the big misnomer now. He's the guy that's that's been hurt. He said he's, he said he's been going through rehab and, and that kind of thing on his on his knee. Uh, thoughts about Brooks and what what you think we can expect to see from him? Yeah, I, I think he's just being smart. I mean, I think he's being smart about his injury and not rushing it back. He, you know, he could have come back for the President's Cup and and traveled all the way to Australia and done that. But I think he's been smart about it. And you know, there is something inside this guy at the majors that other guys just don't possess because. He keeps putting himself there. You know, he should have a lot more respect, I think, than he than he has. He's got uh, he's played in twenty four majors and been in the top ten in half of them, and won four of them. So, you know, he's up there with four. I mean, he's right there with Rory with four major wins, and and he's obviously got something in his head that when he gets to those things, he just has that little bit extra that he feels he should be there. He feels he's he's tough to beat at those biggest stages and. And that's something that's kind of magical. It's, it's been unreal to watch him do this run he's been on at the majors. It's been a lot of fun, and I, I don't see it stopping anytime soon. All right, Jeff, before we let you go, we've talked about a lot of the big names. Who are the names that you kind of have uh, in, the, in your back pocket that you expect to have a year that maybe people aren't focusing on? Well, I mean, I think a guy that's ready to step out on a world stage is uh, Xander Shoffler. I think that kid, you know, watching him perform at the President's Cup and, you know, you look now, he's at the Tournament of Champions and it's the third year he's been there. We, we didn't even know who this kid was when he won the uh, Tour Championship just a couple of years ago. And he didn't have the, uh, you know, he didn't come up like a Jordan Spieth or, uh, you know, Justin Thomas, you know, winning at every level and huge on the junior circuit, and college circuit. He's a bit of an unknown uh, so I, I think he's going to step up. I, I could see, uh, you know, Tommy Fleetwood maybe putting his nose in there to get a major sometime soon. Or he, he seems like a guy that's got the uh, the knack to go low anywhere and put it together. And is such a really solid ball striker, really good player. Uh, so I mean, if there's a couple guys kind of a little bit in the curtains, even though they're you know the top ten in the world, but we want to we focus on the Kepkas and, and Tigers and DJs. And, uh, I, I think those two guys are, are good candidates to kind of step out and do something really big. 
I love it. And uh, we're going to have a lot of big events, as we mentioned already, but none bigger than September 25th through the 27th at Whistling Straits. I just absolutely love a Ryder Cup. And uh, tell you what, Team USA, they just snuck out a win against the international team. They're going to face a tougher test against Team Europe, where they're coming off of a 17.5 to 10.5 drumming over there in France. So uh, I, I, that's one I'm looking forward to. You can always look at the majors as well, at where, whether it's Europeans winning or Americans or otherwise. But uh, maybe a precursor somewhat to the to Ryder Cup, but man, it's it's always a fun event. It's it's just unbelievable how the excitement can build around such a uh, an event that only happens every couple of years. Yeah, it's, and it's unreal how the U.S. team they do it every year, right? They're, they're at a team event, and the difference between the U.S. at the Presidents Cup and the U.S. at the Ryder Cup, uh, you know, they figured it out at Hazeltine, but I still think there's this uh, huge anchor over their heads when they're at the Ryder Cup. It's almost waiting for something to go wrong because these Europeans just somehow come together and and become incredible teams uh, at these events. So, I mean, I, I think that's going to be just an awesome way to, to cap the year, the Ryder Cup of Whistling Straits. Uh, it is a place where it's a good spot for bombers. That could help the U.S. I thought they were handcuffed a little bit in, uh, in Paris, but... I think that's going to be an awesome event because Europe, you know, you just never know or you do know what they're going to bring. I mean, they just, they bring it all at the Ryder cup and that makes it such a cool event. Yeah. Somehow the, the, even though they play every year, the Ryder cup is the super bowl and the president's cup is the pro bowl. It just somehow, it just, I mean, (laughs) even though the players are popular and it's fun and it's your team, I mean, it just seems to take on a different level of intensity for sure. And, and, uh, well, for sure. Yeah. There's history there. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, give it to those guys. We just had a great president's cup. Sure. But yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. There's history there. It's that, that's the, what the granddaddy of mall, right? Having just watched the Rose Bowl. That's the, that's the biggie. Oh, don't rub the Rose Bowl in my face. It was a tough year for you fans. <laughs> it was so close, and then it just all unraveled at the end. But anyway, hey, Jeff, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it. Looking forward to this year in 2020 and uh, seeing you out at Augusta again, but uh, hopefully catch up with you uh, many times between now and then. Great work at Morning Read, and I uh, always appreciate you t- your time here and your insights. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Have a great new year. All right, that was Jeff Babineau who joined us earlier in hour number one. It's brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen, 801-222-2222, Siegfried and Jensen. More of the show continues next right here on 1280 The Zone. The first thing can teach young people how to hit a driver or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, My name is Kyla. perseverance, and integrity in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers, but even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirsttee.org. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. uh, Something is getting closer. Holy. And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted, yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 
Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. The first tee can teach young people how to hit a driver's tee or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, perseverance, and integrity in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers. But even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirstee.org. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. 
at The First Tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio, the official Rainbird Golf Irrigation Supplier in the state of Utah. If you want your lawn to look as good as your favorite golf course, then you need to shop where the pros shop at Mountainland Supply. Go to mountainlandsupply.com. Hey, there might be some snow out there right now, but it's not that far away. You start uh, preparing and getting ready to have that great golf course green-looking grass come springtime, and Mountainland Supply is your guys. All right, uh, we had a chance to talk to America's favorite caddy. Love having this guy on board. I think he's got some audio problems fixed, and we wanted to hit some of the venues for the major championships as well. Here he is, America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. It's a new year, but that uh, is an old intro, and it just never gets old. America's no. favorite caddy. He's had that same Batman intro for going on 15-plus years now, and he joins us right now. Hey, caddy, how are you, man? Uh, caddy discovered something called a hand-to-head set. Does this sound better? Oh, yeah. Headsets are good. Welcome to the new century. Decade, whatever. Yeah, I also discovered this thing called Siri on my iPhone. Um, <laughs> you can actually talk to talk to the device and it'll make a hands-free call for you. It's quite useful. Says the guy with the yardage book that, um, you know. Very high tech. Yeah. Well, it is high tech. You know, we've done a, we did a whole show on the, the high tech that actually goes around it. But, uh, you know, if well, the, my yard. Yeah. My yardage book doesn't spy on you when you think it shouldn't be, though. There you go. And that is nice. That is nice. You you just need to come up with a yardage book that you just say, um, yardage book, how far am I? And it automatically tells you. Oh, don't think we don't have that one in the pipeline. Mm. We're just waiting for the USDA to make a digital device legal and it's all over. Can you choose the voice on it so it sounds like your caddy and something like, you know, it's, it's 143 front. 156 back, you know, I mean, I don't know. Well, all, I, all I'm going to say is just, just look at what they're doing in Japan with robots. Where do you think caddies are going, huh? Where do you think, <laughs> where do you think your next caddy? Yes. They already have those. Yeah. Uh, I see them rolling through the club all the time. Guys have their, you know, their golf clubs on this little, uh, like R2D2 yeah. looking thing. And they just, they put a little remote yeah. control on their belt and they walk and the thing follows them. It's pretty it, cool. Yep. And, but, but I, I think the AI robot caddy just blows that away though. You know? Well, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I mean, you could you could have Steve Williams caddying for you. Buy the Steve Williams model. You know. Wait a minute. It'll, throw Wait. Ca- it'll, <sighs> it'll grab it'll grab people's cameras and throw it in the water if someone's taking a video of you. Mind blown. Yeah. Can you can you imagine that? Now think of the opportunity, the post career opportunities for the caddies. You know, you could you, if you want to download the Bones model, or you want the Steve That's Williams, right. or you want the the America's Life favorite caddy. I mean. 
you could literally, licensing. yeah, the licensing rights there. And, and yeah, now you're getting those same things and you have that caddy talking to you just like it, you know, you're the actual player. I mean, think of the confidence you would get off of that. But I've taken a, I've taken a business lesson from, from Facebook. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to give caddies free yardage books and have them sign everything, sign all their rights away without them realizing <laughs> they're just going to scroll down and hit accept. And you just bought their, their uh, likeness. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. For I, the I AI caddy out. experience. I like that. You know, everything's going AI. AI. So why not? Why not slip on something that makes it sound like uh, bones is giving you some yardage. Like you're Phil Mickelson. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I like it. Pretty cool. So who would be the most animated of that? I mean, this is not where I wanted to go with this, but it is interesting. Who, who, what, <laughs> what caddy do you think would be the most popular download? Probably the Anna Kornikova model. <laughs> <laughs> Just her voice. Yeah, I no. Who would be the most popular caddy download? I, I would think Bones is going to be up there. Stevie Williams would be up there, but he would be the most return model because people, you know, <laughs> they'd think they'd want him, but they probably couldn't handle him. Because the robot would, he, he, every shot, the robot would be going, hey, you're no Tiger Woods, are you? <laughs> you know, so that'd be a tough one. Um, I've heard players say, I remember when Darren Clark got Billy Foster the caddy for him. Billy had worked for Seve, and when Seve was number one, and then he went to work for Darren. And Darren said he was actually a little bit uptight and intimidated because he felt like he had to perform up to those standards for Billy. Interesting. He felt like, yeah, it's almost like Billy almost was an intimidating factor. So, interesting. How about Navarro? Through the He'd mind. be a good one. Tony? Who's that? Tony Navarro? Oh, yeah. Tony. Tony's a legend. Yeah. Tony for sure. Oh, there's so many. And you can go back. You know, Herman Mitchell could be one. Yeah, going going back. Uh, gosh, I mean, the, the possibilities are just endless. Alfie Files, El, um, all kinds of good. Angelo, Angelo for sure. Yeah, caddy for Jack. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? Right, when it comes to caddies, it's not like what what could be considered the perfect caddy for one person would not necessarily be a good caddy for another, right? So, I mean, it's while you'd say, oh, yeah, that's the guy I would want. Oh, if I could have just had that guy. But, yeah, it's sometimes just the chemistry and the combination, right? There's no question about that. You, the personality mix is it's just huge. It's everything. My guess is Steve Williams and your player that you caddied for the longest probably wouldn't have mixed very well. I don't know. I I remember Fred Funk telling me Fanny caddy for him one year, and on the very first round, uh, Fanny gives a gives the gives the gallery the that's please. And Fred couldn't even swing. He was he was he was laughing. He was backing off. He couldn't set up. He kept backing off, laughing, and he's he's almost crying, going, "I, I feel so honored that you're saying that for me." <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. So you're but saying Funk was Fred, no Faldo, huh? Fred Fred said Fanny was an amazing caddy, but he had a he didn't have a great year, and he said he he felt like he just had to apologize to her for playing so poorly. But That's interesting. Yeah, he said he he said she was awesome. Yeah, you could you couldn't go wrong with Fanny working for you. Boy, she's something else. I mean, look what she does now. She coaches. She's a big coach for players. Like she had a lot to do with Martin uh, 
Keimer's success. She worked with him a lot. I know, I'm, I'm sure she's probably worked with Benson. Um, I think it's a law in Sweden that if you're Swedish, you have to work with everybody who's Swedish. There's some kind of a law there or something. You know, Caddy, you brought up something I've, I've really I've honestly never thought about before, and that is a tour player picking up a caddy who was a, was had a previously with a successful tour player and feeling the nerves to live up to that. I, I guess I had never considered that, and and I guess every new tour player, you know, I mean, sometimes they bring their own guy out, right? But uh, you know, oftentimes they'll pick up uh, another another caddy and. I always thought about a caddy potentially being nervous to pick up a player, like somebody switching over to pick up Tiger Woods or something like that. You could think, well, maybe there's some nerves there or what have you. But I, I never considered the other way around that that a player may not want to uh, or feel the need to apologize for not playing up to the level of a caddy's previous player. That's that is a dynamic I had never even considered. I'm pretty sure I, I read Darren Clark said that actually. That's interesting, about Billy. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That's some insights you only get from America's favorite caddy. All right, we got a few minutes left, caddy. We talked about this 2020 year. It is it is going to be fantastic. And look at the major venues. That's what I wanted to focus on with you. Of course, Augusta National hosting the Masters. The PGA Championship in its May slot uh, at TPC Harding Park. U.S. Open in June at Wingfoot. And then uh, the Open Championship will be at Royal St. George's July 16th through 19th. Uh, I think everybody is pretty familiar with Augusta. Let's start with Harding Park, TPC Harding Park. Uh, in May, what are players going to expect? What kind of conditions at Harding Park, San Francisco in May? May in San Francisco, I got to believe it, it can be a little on the cool side yeah. um, and maybe a little on the damp side, I would expect. Uh, but but who knows with, with California, you know you can have dry conditions. It tends to stay pretty. Every time I've been to the Harding Park, it's been it's been soft, and mm. I've been there many times. For there were Presidents Cups there, um, WGCs. It, it it I don't I can't recall it ever really being firmed up. So maybe you'll get something akin to what we had at Beth Page last year but not probably not that not that cold it was really cold at best page early in the week um so but, potentially but a soft course the, yeah. what, what kind of what kind of player is it going to favor is it a is it a bomber's paradise I, it's just been a while since i've seen harding park yeah it's i'm gonna have to see what they did to the course i haven't i haven't visited it yet so i don't know if they they did anything with with tees um I can't remember it necessarily being a total bombers course, but you think about the kind of player who's going to play well at Torrey Pines South uh, is, is your Harding Park kind of a player, I think. Mm. So, mm. yeah, I mean, eh, why am I bringing those two together? I, that, that, that speaks to length being important, actually. Um, but is think, it important there at Harding Park, the length? I think that's what he's trying to figure out. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to break it down in my brain because it, it's been a while since I've been there to think. Of, you know, I it just doesn't stand out in my mind other than saying, okay, it's the it's the it's the California kind of. I don't even you know, I don't even want to say it's Poana grass because I'm not sure those greens are Poana, but it's it's kind of the Olympic, yeah. Uh, 
Pebble Beach, kind of turf, right? Yep. You get out there, and that seems to there. There are just certain players who play well on that stuff. Tiger plays well on that stuff. That's what he grew up on. It's in his DNA. Mickelson should. That's in his DNA. I mean, he's familiar with that kind of turf, big time. So, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to defer on my my my. My player judgment till I get there and look at it again. So can they? You got can, some time. Can they dry it out? I mean, I understand weather is is a major mm-hmm. factor, but but can they dry it out and get it f- firmer? I imagine they could. It, it doesn't take much to. If it's not raining all the time, yeah, I don't I don't know why they couldn't. They certainly dry out. Uh, they certainly dry out Olympics for the uh, U.S. Open, and that's during the June gloom when you have a lot of overcast fog and stuff, and they can dry it out like crazy. So, yeah, I, I think they could dry it Let's out. Let's not forget it's the PGA Championship, too, so they, they probably aren't going to look at getting it too too firm and fast like they would a U.S. Open. And speaking of U.S. Open, Wingfoot, uh, June 18th through the 21st. I mean, this is just a one of the great classic venues. I know you're really looking forward. You, you call this one a real U.S. Open venue, huh? If there, if there was, I think the U.S. Open should just stop at Wingfoot and play there every year from now on. Really, I, wow. I think that is the quintessential U.S. Open course in my mind. That is it. That is that is it. It's it's just now. I'm a little biased because I grew up in in an area that had the great courses were kind of rolling terrain with big oak trees, and that just speaks U.S. Open to me. Um, and Wingfoot fits that bill better than any course. Yep. So that's it's just the classic U.S. Open course. So give us the attributes the 70, that make it that way. You got the '74 massacre there, which is kind of. I'm sure that everybody who was there thought that was not well set up, but it, it really, it kind of defined the way the U.S. Open was just brutal to you, right? Um, so the setup, well, it's it's cut plenty of length. Um, It'll be, hopefully they'll, they'll get the greens firm. The rough will be way up. You've got the big oak trees all over the place, though, and that's what really kind of defines it. Um, if you can remember back to Fuzzy Zeller and Greg Norman coming down the stretch, and uh, Norman kept hitting it in the trees and making ridiculous pars and things like that. And I remember Fuzzy hit some crazy shot around the corner on maybe it was 16 with a one iron or two iron or something. That that was just uh, the trees really can come into play there, as I recall. Um, but again, I I haven't been to, to Wingfoot either for quite a while. I know they did a little bit of redesign on it. I think they expanded some green, um, did a little bunker changing, a little tee changing from when we played the U.S. Amateur there a few years ago. So <clears throat> it's had a little bit of a, a polish to it, but gosh. Remember our day there? We had a good day there. Oh, man. Fun. So good. Yep. How so good was great that? day. I mean, yeah. Just, just awesome. And the best showers yeah. in any clubhouse I've ever been in. <laughs> They're like an elephant wash, man. Those things will just hose you down in two seconds. They're unbelievable. <laughs> so. Well, plus it's a, you know, there, there's some there's some pretty impressive names on that on that wall of victory at Wingfoot, aren't there, Bob? 
Yes, there are. Yeah, we went through them. Bobby yep, Jones to Billy Casper. I mean, yeah, really, really good stuff. Hey, unfortunately, we're up against it, Caddy. Good stuff. Thanks for the insights, man. 2020 just barely underway, and I can't wait for these majors to happen. It's going to be super exciting. We've got Olympics. We've got Ryder Cup. We'll talk about all that next. But uh, we appreciate you joining us, man. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Thank you. There you go. That was the Caddy who joined us right here on Real Golf Radio, and it's brought to you by... Hoops Vision and our good friends at Hoops Vision, hoopsvision.com, where you can schedule your free comprehensive consultation, mention Real Golf Radio, and save $1,000. What are you waiting for? It is 2020, by the way. Why not see and have your vision match the year? That's your wake-up call. Get it done. Save $1,000. Go to the pros, pros at Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com. Short break. We'll wrap things up next right here on Real Golf Radio. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a Tour Urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed. Yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let You Into Golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf. Featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only $39.99 a dozen. And save $30 on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You Into Golf offers an exclusive 90-day satisfaction guarantee. You Into Golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since 1971. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio. Mountainland Supply is your turf specialist with rainbird sprinklers, controllers, drip irrigation, and everything you need to irrigate your lawn like the pros. Go to mountainlandsupply.com. And, uh, Bob, also thanks to Barbecue Pit Stop. Yep. Uh, I also was a Barbecue Pit Stop master over the holidays, I will just say. I got a lot of love. Yeah, my, my ribs on New Year's. My sweetheart roast turkey for Christmas, um, bam! It, it, and it, and it, I would say it's me that I have some talent. I mean, that's what I say to the family. But the truth behind that is, if you get the right smoker from Barbecue Pit Stop, you have them help you with the right rubs and a little yep. bit of help with some recipes. It is easy to look great with Barbecue Pit Stop. So I did. Uh, I did a, also a sweetheart turkey and and uh, some tri tip. Ooh, very nice. And uh, the tri-tip turned out phenomenal, perfect medium rare, and uh, and everybody commented about about the meat, whether it was the turkey or uh, the tri-tip. So yes, 
you haven't experienced you haven't experienced uh, really good meat until you had a chance to smoke it with one of the great smokers and the rubs and sauces and everything you need a barbecue pit stop and barbecue pit stop.com all right bob before we get out of here a uh, quick check of the schedule this week tournament of champions at kapalua next week sony open in hawaii and then to the mainland and it'll be same old Bob Hope, but all new look. Phil Mickelson hosting what they're now calling the American Express out in the desert. That is correct. Followed by San Diego at the the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. So we're kicking it off. We're getting going, and it's going to be fun to watch this year. Yeah, I can't wait. 2020 is underway. We're talking golf. We'll be with you every step of the way. Thanks for joining us here. Saturday morning, 6 to 9. It's Real Golf Radio right here on 1280 The Zone. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 